We are on uh, the very bottom of Lamates Ahmed Bey's. Um, just to remind us where we were, we have Machlokas between Yusuf Baradimi um, and Rava, right? In terms of how to explain that Raisa of Yavam Yavo Aleh Mitzvah, right? How are we going to, um, you know, basically, does it take the approach of Abba Shaul? Um, Right, that uh, that that uh, you know, Yavama has to be done l'shein mitzvah. Oh no, Yavama Yavala just means it's a um, it just means no, it's a you know, it's a, it's an option. You know, you can do one or the other, but it's it doesn't you know, uh, it doesn't be done l'shein l'shein uh, yibum. Otherwise, it's otherwise it's no good. As you, you know, as Abba Shol himself said, you know. If you do, if you do yibum, not the shame, not the shame yibum, then it could be karov uh, to be like you know uh, the child being a mamzer, etc. So, but the bottom line is, it's a we had a machlokus between Yusuf Avdimi and, and Rava how to read this this line yivam yivala mitzvah. Does um, you know how how intense is that is that explanation? So the the what the Gemara is going to do now is is the that that brisa has two parts to it. Right, on the one hand, it has a conversation about yibum, but it also has a conversation about the the matzos that were eaten when you bring a korban. Um, and we're going to see how, how the, basically what the Gemara wants to, when you, you bring a korban mincha, basically. And what the Gemara wants to show is that any explanation you're going to give for this, you know, what, what the, you know, we said this idea before when it came to the yibum, like a havamina, maybe it would have been, you know, since you know she was already she was originally totally permissible to you, and then she becomes forbidden to you. So I might have thought when she becomes permissible, she's totally permissible. And so that that whole back and forth which we read when it came to Yibum. So the Gemara says, well, if that's how you read it when it comes to Yibum, you have to be able to read it the same way when it comes to the matos of a mincha. And how does that maybe prove or disprove one side or the other? So let's see how the Gemara now. Uh, now go so this, literally the very last line in Lam Tesem Beis in the middle of the line it says the Gemara uh, Ema Ema Reisha in some exchange to Ema Seifa actually um, so what, what was the other part of the mission of that of that price so, the pasuk says Matzos Te'achel B'Makom Kadosh Mitzvah right so the pasuk says that when it comes to the Korban Mincha the Rashi on the, the last Rashi in Lam Tesem Beis. The pasuk already said that you should uh, whatever's left uh, left over you should eat, so that's extra. So why are you telling me again matzos tochelu? What's the purpose of telling me this extra pasuk mitzvah? Right, telling me that it's a mitzvah. What does that mean? Now let's go over to the Memorman Aleph. Shevetchila ha'isalav bechlal heter. Right, originally. The the again any flower that's you know that's brought in the base hamikdash or brought in the, in the mishkan as a korban. So originally it's totally permissible. A person can eat any flower they like, right? There's no uh, there's no restriction, uh, you know, for the most part, right? So and what happened? Um, Nesra then it became forbidden. When does it become forbidden? Look at Rashi. Rashi says betchila top of the page on Mimadalif. Right before the, the, the food became hectic, uh, it was set aside for the base of Midrash, so it was totally permissible to eat. But Nesra became forbidden. Right, so when, it, when, when flour is brought as a, as a korban, so immediately becomes forbidden for anybody, anybody to eat because it's being used as hectic. Then once the, uh, 
you know, the comets of the Mincha, the amount that they had to scoop up and, and, and bring was brought. So what happens? The remainder of that Korban Mincha becomes, uh, right, the flower of that Korban becomes uh, permissible again. Right? So, so again, originally it was permissible in Venesra, Vichazra, Vahutra. It was, became forbidden, became pactation, then it became permissible again once, it, once the rest of it was brought as a, as a Korban. I might have thought I could um, it returns to its same level of, of permissibility. I can eat it, you know, wherever I want, etc. Or anyone can eat it. So comes the pasuk to teach you know, matzos teachem b'machem kadosh mitzvah that there's a mitzvah to eat them, and you have to eat them in a specific place. So it comes to remind me that there's a specific halacha. When at first it's not, you know, no holds barred, you can do whatever you want with it now, but it has a specific halacha associated with the, uh, with the mitzvah itself. So now the Gemara is going to try to explain, you know, based on the, 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 the two approaches we saw before. So Bishlam, meaning I get it, when again, this back and forth, according to Rava, Right, his original explanation of the mitzvah of the mitzvah of yibum was according to the rabbanon that if you want you can do yibum if you want you can do chalitza it's telling me you, know, you can do either one, right? So so that was the explanation about it came to yibum. So I'll tell you what it means here when it comes to the matzos of a mincha. So what does it mean? Matzos kadosh mitzvah. Right, because again, originally it was a, it was totally permissible. Ratsa ochla, ratsa ochla. If you want, you can eat that flour again when the flour was not not hectic at all. Right, just regular chulin flour. If you want, you can eat it. You don't want, you don't have to eat it. That's your, uh, that's your, uh, your, your, your choice. Um, you don't have to read these. We usually don't read the parentheses here, but it, it, it would make sense even if you did. Nesra chazra hutra yachal shown right. Same thing, we go back and forth. Becomes forbidden, becomes permissible. And I think it goes back to its original head there, if you want to read it that way, but you don't, you don't need it. And then what happens? Ratza ochla, ratza in ochla. Right? Um, so the question is, wait a second, is that true? It, it, really, you, you can decide once it's been, once it's been uh, brought as a korban, you can decide if you want to eat it or not. That's not really correct, right? The same thing Gamar did before. It's kind of like a little sidetrack here to ask a kasha. That's not really correct. Anyone can decide to eat it or not eat it. The, the halacha is that they would eat the, the, the uh, korbanos for those for whom, who needed a kapara, meaning, right? the halacha is that when the kohanim go ahead and eat whatever's left of a korban, there's a certain element of a korban that has to be eaten by the, by the, by the kohanim, it's their eating that gives kapara to the one who brought it. So it's not a choice for the Kohanim whether to eat the Korban or not. They have to. And it's their eating of the Korban that actually brings Kapara to the individual who brought the Korban. So, so it can't be Ratza Ochla, Ratza Ochla. Ella Ratza Hu Ochla, Ratza Kohan Acher Ochla. Yeah, fine. Okay, so it's not that anyone can, we can decide in general that's eating or not, but each individual Kohan can decide. I don't want it. If I don't want it, I'm sure someone will take, you know, someone else will take the leftovers and they'll, they'll, they'll go ahead and eat it. Okay. So I might think it could be either way. I can decide either I'll eat it or a different Kohen eats it. Tamulomar matzos teachel makam kadosh mitzvah comes to teach me that um, that it's a, that it's actually a mitzvah. Eat it. It's not just I can decide whether I like to eat it or not, um, but that it's actually a specific mitzvah to go ahead and uh, and to eat it. Right? 
and the, and this and the and the point being that the um, this refers specifically to the coin who himself had done the uh, done the done done the avod. Look at Rashi. So Rashi says here, Ratzahu, um, right? Uh, the first skinny line, Ratzahu coin she avod avodasa. Right, so the Kohen who did the Avoda, right? Every the Kohen who was the one who helped out with this Korban, so maybe he can eat it, maybe someone else can eat it. The answer is no. Mitzvah, it's a mitzvah on him to go ahead and eat that Korban. Fine. So that's how you read this according to, uh, according to, um, um, if it's going to be parallel to the Rabbanon. Again, you're basically arguing the same thing before, which was, a person can decide. I might have thought he can decide. You know, once this woman becomes a Muslim, he wants he can do yivam or not. Comes the Torah to tell you, yavam yavola mitzvah, meaning, yeah, you in the end of the day you have a choice, but the, the right thing to do, the first choice is to go ahead and do yivam. Right? That's your that's that's the mitzvah for you. That's the that's the preferred action here, right? Um, so now, if that's true, now now I understand the reading of this section, which refers to the the matzos of the mincha. To tell me the same exact thing, I would have thought you can do uh, either decide to do it or not do it. Come and start to tell me, yeah, but really you should. You should do it. It's a mitzvah to do, and that works well with the, with the rabbanon who are saying it's a mitzvah to go ahead and do yibum, and we prefer yibum even, right? As opposed to Abba Shal, who says that was the old days, but nowadays we don't actually prefer yibum anymore. Um, it's just a choice. Um, so, uh, so that if, if you want to, you know, if if, if you want wanted the the brisa to be consistent. So the consistency seems to argue in favor of, of, of the Rabbanan in this case, um, which, is, which is the, the reading of Rafa. Okay, so what are we going to do now for Yisabar of Dimi? Ella, so the Kinnumar continues, Ella of Yisabar of Dimi, the Amar Abba Shohi, Hacha, my Trey Gavneika. But according to Yisabar of Dimi, this whole thing is not going to work. Why? Take a look at Rashi. Ella of Yisabar the Tani, the Mitzvah of Abba Shohi, Hacha, my Trey Gavneika. Look at Rashi. The low, right? Meaning in the in the original case of of uh, Abba Shaul, so his back and forth, right, was different. His back and forth, uh, and you mean a place where I said, basically there wasn't there wasn't as much of a back and forth. There wasn't the option of either way. He's saying no. He's saying you can only do right. You can only do chalitza. So look at look at Rashi. Continue Rashi. Right, don't say, well, you can do one way, you can do the other way. It's not true. Abashol is of the opinion that if you if you do yibum not the shem mitzvah, then you've done an iser, right? You you violated you violated an iser erva. Right, so by and they would prefer right to have this again. We want the brises to, to to match up. So here in, in this brises about the matos, you have it could be that you eat it, could be the kohen does it. Right, and when you don't have that, when it comes to Abba Shol, because Abba Shol again is, is 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 arguing only in one direction that it's you have to do chalitza and you can't do yibum. So how's that going? How's that going to work? Um, Um, oh, so, uh, so let's, so, uh, good. So the Gemara is going to try to now basically do, do that in a certain sense when it comes to the eating of the Korban Exactly. That's what's going to happen now. 
And so, so we say my tri ika, meaning there's no two sides there. So what are you going to say? Like, what, what are you going to say here for these, you know, these, these two sides? So, um, so on one second. Right. The, 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 the main point that is that when it, the tray gavne is that according to Yisrael meaning according to Abba Shaul, there's, there's two ways to do Yibam. One is the right way and one is the wrong way. Right? Meaning L'shem Mitzvah or not L'shem Mitzvah. We don't really have that here when it comes to... That, that, the distinction according to Abba Shaul is the, the two intentions, basically. Right? Like you said. As opposed to over here, there's not really seem to be two intentions here. Either the Kohen eats it or there's some other Kohen eats it. Exactly. So we're going to have to find that other Kavana. Right? Uh, and that's what they're going to try to do right now. So the Gemara is going to try, and the Gemara is going to try, and the Gemara always means, and if you want to say, meaning, and we'll tell you why it's wrong. So let's see. So, that's the, so the Gemara continues, V'chitema, Ratza la te'avon ochla, Ratza achila gasa ochla. Right, so you can say, oh, you know, um, you might have said, I can eat it la te'avon because I'm actually hungry, or I'll eat it in achila gasa. Achila gasa means I'm eating when I'm not hungry. I'm eating like almost like, you know, too much, when it's not, not, not appropriate. Achila gasa mishma achila. Sorry, I should say it differently. Achila gasa means eating when you're not hungry. Right? Eating when you're not hungry, which typically is not considered appropriate. You're not supposed to eat, you know, achila gasa. That's considered a negative thing. But the point is, maybe, maybe the point is, so um, there's two sides. I might have thought I could eat it when I'm hungry or eat it if I'm not hungry at all. Right? But the Gemara says, achila gasa mishma achila. That can't be true because achila gasa, when you eat when you're not hungry at all, that's not even called achila in the halacha. Right? If a person on Yom Kippur would be, let's say, you know, the, the first five minutes of Yom Kippur, right? When no one is hungry um, and everyone's falling asleep in shul because they're so full, right? So, so, uh, so what happens if you uh, eat an achila gasa? You eat at that moment when you're so stuffed. So, uh, you're not even chayef <laughs> for eating Yom Kippur. Why? Because you're not hungry at all. You're, you don't you don't violate the issue of lo suuna, so you see here that achila gas is not even not even called achila. So I could have said, ah, oh, maybe those are the two ways to do the eating: eating when I'm hungry, or eating when I'm totally not hungry. The answer is that can't be the other, one of the other options because achila gas is not called not called achila at all. So let's try a different chat. So ela ratza matza ochla ratza chametz ochla. So maybe you said, well, again, the, the the mincha is a is flour, right? So maybe if I I might have said, I have a mina, I can eat it as a matzah, or I can eat it as chametz. Right? Which most korbanos can't be eaten as chametz. Bahaksiv, lo safe chametz. Chalkam, the puzzle says you can't make it into chametz. So also, that's, that's, that's also, Nagarag, Vamir, Shlokish, Rafilu, Chalkam, lo safe chametz. Even if you split it up, you can't turn it into chametz. So that's not going to work either. So it can't, that can't be the other option. Maybe he meant, I'd have a half a mina, eat it as matzah, or half a mina as chametz. That's also not going to work. So Ella Ratza Matza Ochla, Ratza Chalut Ochla. So you're gonna try and say, no, I'm gonna have the half mina, maybe I can eat it as matzah or I can eat it as chalut. What's chalut? Chalut means that you take Rashi says chalut means beroschim. You take water and you and you um, like flash you flash uh, boil it very quickly with water and then afterwards you bake it. Okay? So that's it's not really chametz because well see it's not really chametz because it's been Baked afterwards, and it was, and it was, and the process was done very quickly. Um, I don't know. If this is what you know. How you make a bagel? Are you like boil a bagel first, and then you bake it, or something? I don't know. But um, but you 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 flash. You sort of like flash, um, boil it. Okay. So maybe I think again. The havamina was 
Ratzah, Matzah, Ochla, Ratzah, Chalut, Ochla. And that would be the, the two sides here. So it says, Gemara, Hai Chalut, Hei Chidam, what do you mean Chalut? What, what's that referred to? I Matzahi, Ha Matzahi. If it's Matzah, then it's Matzah. Then it's not something else. That's like Matzah or Matzah. Then it's not two options. Right? V'i Lo Matzahi, Matzah, Samar Achmona. If it's not a Matzah, then how's it help? The, the, the Torah said, you have to eat it Matzos Te'achav, Malcolm Kadosh. So how can it, how's that even an option of what, that's not considered Matzah? So, and similar, lo, the olam eim lacha matzah. Really, chalot, chalut is matzah. But, lahachi tana bekra laakif. But that's why I need a pasuk to tell me you can't eat chalut. Okay, so th- th- we've sort of found the option, which is the two options are I might have thought had a havamina to eat it as matzah, or I could eat it as chalut. Kamash malan matzos teachel makom kadosh. So, Abba Shaul is saved, and I can, I can now have two possibilities I might have thought. We're okay. Kamash on the pasuk that teaches we know that it is. Uh, I have to eat specifically matzah. Okay. Um, so ela chalut matzah he the kamrina la mayochasa. But okay, that that's fine. I mean, in the, in the point is the pasuk comes to teach me that you can't use chalut. That's not that's not okay. You have to have real matzahs. Okay. But then la mayochasa. So what's so what's this? What's going on with 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 chalut? What's the what's the halacha there? So the point is, the, what, why, so chalut is not something that I can use in the Beis HaMikdash as, as matzah, meaning if I was supposed to make it into matzah, if I was supposed to um, eat matzah, I mean make the the, the Leftovers of the korbanicha and tamatza, and I made a chalut. That's not going to work. However, it still has a status of lechem oni that I can use it at the seder uh, to be my to be my matza. So that that's why I would have had the havamina to use it, uh, even the beis hamikdash or, or, or the mishkan after for korbanicha kamash malan. And that comes apart. Matzos teachel makom kadosh specifically matzos and not chalut. But the bottom line, but the, the point is that I don't have a, a question. There's no kasha on you know Rabbi Yisrael Ardimi from according to Abashol from this pasuk, from this second part of the of, of the of the brisa, because that 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 brisa could be read with the same structure as as Rabbi Yisrael did. So there's no uh, you know there's there's no attack on us from there. So the bottom line is we, we remain with the with the possibility that that Yisrael or Abashol's approach to the brisa is still is still correct and leaves it as uh, as an option. Okay, uh, next Mishnah. says the Mishnah as follows. HaCholetz liyavamto harehu ke'echa mina achin l'nachla. Okay? We're going to have to see why I would have thought. Not that way. Someone does chalitza. So again, man, I'm, uh, there's, there's multiple brothers. One of them is Reuben's married to, to his wife. He passes away without children. And Shimon goes ahead and does chalitza. Okay? So now we know that before Shimon does Chalitza, we Shimon does one do Yibam, so we go to Levi, we go to Yehud, right, all the way down, and then we go back, and then still no one wants to Yibam, so fine. So Shimon does Chalitza. Fine. So once he does that, what happens to him in terms of the Nachala? So the, the answer is, says the Mishnah, he gets the same as the rest of his brothers. Okay. Why would I think he wouldn't get the same as the rest of his brothers? The Gemara is going to ask this question. Why would I think he, he would be less? He would, before, he did, before he did Chalitza, he would also get a Nachala like the rest of his brothers. So why would I think this would change? Because he did, did chalitza. We'll have to see. Okay. Right? And if the father, and if the father's around, then after the chalitza takes place, who gets the money that belongs to the, the, the Yerusha of the brother? 
this brother who had passed away? The answer is the father does. And that's the halacha always, is that when it comes to, um, uh, when it comes to the, uh, to Yerusha, the halachas of Yerusha, if there's a man and he has no children, so his father gets his, his yarshins him. That's how it works if he passes away. So the, so the father gets the nechazim. Hakodes es However, what if Shimon goes ahead and does yibum with Reuven's wife? Zacha ben nechazim So he actually gets the, uh, the, his, his brother's, uh, um, you know, uh, Yerusha. He gets his money. That's actually a big part of what, uh, what yibum was really all about. It was about keeping the nachla of the brother and the family, etc., and it becomes this opportunity now, and that's, what, and that's what the brother does. If he does Yibam, so he marries his wife, but he also gets all of the, uh, the nachla that the brother owned, etc. Um, and we're going to see, not only that, um, look at Rashi, Zacha ach, says Rashi, Let's say he marries her, he does Yibam, and then the next day they get divorced. So he still gets all of his brother's property, he was, that, that he... He uh, he cashes in immediately, even and he doesn't go back if uh, if him and his wife end up getting end up getting divorced. His new wife, meaning him and Reuven's original wife. Um, okay, says no. I don't care if their brother does yibum. I don't care if their brother does uh, you know uh, does chalitza. Makes no difference. No matter what, the father is the one who gets the yerusha of. Of the brother, which is a little bit funny, seems a little strange because the whole point of the of the of the um, process of Yibum partly is for the brother to, to take over the nachal of the brother. So you must understand it differently, which we're gonna have to see explained in the Gemara. Okay, so it says the Gemara now as follows. It's, 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 it's interesting, rather, that the Mishnah starts with Halitza and then goes to Yibum. Yes. You, you would think that Yibum. Yibum is first. It's like Abashal, right? Yeah, correct. If you think that Yibum is first, you should list Yibum first. Very good, excellent Hara. It's a very good point. Um, yeah, it could be perhaps because it's trying to again make this say this chiddush which we read right now that I might have you know uh, there's something we're more concerned about. But you're right. I would I would have thought to go in the in the in the direction of beginning with Yibum and then t- turn Chalit. It's a very good point. Excellent. Um, okay, so to see if you have, a, have an answer to this, let's see. So it says the Gemara's house. Pshita. What do you mean the brother keeps his, his Yerusha? Of course he keeps his status of Yerusha. Why would I think that? Why would I think otherwise? Right? Look at Rashi. What do you mean? What would I think that he does? Chalitza and he loses his chalak in the nachala of his father? Why would that make any sense? Right? Says the Gemara. No, says the No, that's not, that's not what the Gemara is trying to teach me. What the Gemara, what the Mishnah is trying to teach me is that I might have thought that since Chalitza is a b'makom yibum, if he does Chalitza, he also takes, also inherits his brother's inheritance. Right? It's, you know, you do yibum or you do Chalitza. Oh, so I'll do Chalitza. It's like in place of yibum and I get the nachala there also. Kamash that no. If you do Chalitza, you don't get anything. You do Chalitza, you did a mitzvah and, the, and his man, your, your, brother, your sister-in-law can go, can go marry somebody else now, but you don't get any of the nachala. So says the Gemara, not, not so fast. That's the, the, the grammar doesn't make sense. Right? If you say, what does that mean? It means that he remains, right? He keeps his status as one of the other brothers. Right? He doesn't get become worse. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, 
It's not doesn't lose anything. It's coming to teach me the first part of the Gemara is no, he doesn't get more. But now look at the second, the next line. Rashi, Ihachi did the grue asa, right? If you're telling me something that you know it's a negative that he that he he almost could have lost his nachala, right? Havale lemisne eino elakechad. I mean, teach you that he's he remains like one of them, right? That's what you should have said, not to teach me that he hare hu keechad, right? That he is now like the status of. It almost sounds like an elevation of status. It's not an elevation of status. It's just he's just holding on, you know, to his original original. Uh, Original status here, so so the, the language doesn't make sense. Harehu keachar, right? So what does that mean? So Ella, what's so, so different? Shot. So Ella sachad et chamina holv afsida miyibum liknesay. So the Gemara says no. What I would have thought was since he, um, you know, uh, lost out, right? Since he did, refuses to do um, yibum, right? We should punish him. We should we should uh, give him a knas. We should give him a tax. Look at Rashi. Uh, because now they made her, you know, forbidden to the other brothers. So there's a certain sense that they would make him, you know, he has to, you know, pay in a certain sense. The fact that he made now the rest of them unable to, to marry her. So because of that, we, may, we might have thought to give him a knas that he actually loses his that we don't say that. Which is also interesting, by the way, according to what we saw before, that the Mishnah originally had said that you go in order. Right, that you ask him uh, if he wants to yibum, and then you ask each brother to want to do yibum. Uh, this pshat sounds to say like it's not correct. Um, that somehow if he gets the first option, he does chalitza, and they're like, "Hey, what, what, what do you mean? We would have done we would have done yibum that that would happen." Which is, doesn't seem to be, you know, the pshat that we've seen until now in the Gemara. But at the end of the day, it was only a havamina, and it ends up being you know kamashlan. That's not correct. So maybe that's exactly the point. Maybe it's that you know the truth is that's not true because everyone really has an option. So there's no reason to. To give him a kanas. Uh, but either way, that was the havmina, and that's the Gemara means to say. Now, no, when he does chalitza, you know, uh, we, we allow him to. It, it does fit with the sense that, like, chalitza is uh, a negative. It's, 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 second, it's the second choice. We would really prefer him to yibam, and he doesn't do so. You're refusing. And again, if it's mitzvah gadol and he's refusing to do so, so you can understand a kanas in that sense, um, you know, that, that it would be a. Because if he refuses to do the, the, the ideal. But, but still, you know, that, that, the, the bottom line is that's not what we say, and he retains his status, and nothing, he's not affected by the fact that he did Fine, so we'll stop here, and we will continue tomorrow.